0: Oh my goodness, hello everybody. Happy Friday to you. If you're here on uh, Twitch, I apologize. We had a little hiccup there, getting the stream started. So we had to do a little restart. Thank you for sticking it out. We're doing a deep dive into Reddit today, big time. So essentially that just means that all the stuff that I found on Reddit that I found enjoyable is the stuff that we'll be discussing today. If you're here uh, on Twitch, you're more than welcome to jump into the chat, get the conversation rolling. Bianchi's there. David B. is there. Padilla saying hello. Padilla sent me a video earlier. And I don't mind discussing the video. Um, I just don't want to get too, too heavy on some of these topics. It was a transgender woman, I believe it, a Sonic, complaining that she was being called "sir" by the staff. I watched. I I think I skipped maybe sixty seconds of the video when it, you know I got to the end of it, and it's where she is asking, um, "What do I look like to you, to the manager of the of the restaurant?" And. I'm wondering when people see this video or they share this video, what they think they're accomplishing by sharing the video. That's more of my concern here. Because I think that this woman was in the wrong for calling out the manager and complaining um And you can't say, what do I look like to you? And then when the person answers truthfully, you can't get upset with their truthful answer. That's not how it works. I mean, that's not to say, I mean, look, I'm so heavy in this topic, we forgot the ska song. It feels like this is an outlier of somebody who is still struggling with being comfortable in their skin and confident because the way that this video came off it was not confidence of this person of who they are it was somebody who is um still uncomfortable so they're making other people uncomfortable as well again if you want to solve all of life's issues come to a 41 year old white man i mean we've covered this before clearly uh uh, i'm helping solve the race issue and not only the united states but the globe and and uh, any sort of um, gender issues as well. I'm your guy. And if you're tuning into the podcast version of this, you can't see this. I'm shaking my head. I'm not. I can give you my opinions. I can give you what I think. And I would hope that it would uh, help us uh, come to some sort of a resolution so that we can get past transphobia and things like that. There should, like, that's something that should not exist. Unfortunately, it will always exist. This is something I, uh, that I think a lot of people get confused by. There's a lot of different people out there on this planet, man. And they're all going to have different views. There's a lot of assholes out there. So if you think that by being an asshole because somebody was an asshole to you, and that's going to somehow solve an issue that you're dealing with, uh, it seems to be a bit of a fool's errand there. Um, You're not going to get somebody to like you Or get somebody to see something from your point of view. Or you're not going to get somebody to essentially do anything by being an asshole to them. It's not how it works. And again, I get it. I understand it. It it, it makes, you know, I get the frustration. Like I get it in the sense that I would hope that I can understand as much as I can. Me being in my position where I've never been through what they've been through. So I can't say, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't because I've never been through it. You know what I mean? So, it was an interesting video. I'll share it with you guys if you want. I'll put it over on my Discord. Or uh, Padilla, I think you can actually. If you want to go share it on my Discord. I mean, you can go put it over there. But the unfortunate thing, it feels like the people who are either transphobic or either... um, Oh, these people are out of control. Wait, what was the voice I used to do on the morning show? Let me tell you something. Y'all guys don't know what it's like. When you go into the restroom and you see a man walking into the woman's room because he claims that he's a woman. He's not. He's a man. He just wants to go in there and peep on the the women inside the bathroom. Well, not really. I mean, that's not really the case, but that's the argument that gets made. I remember this happened uh, back when gay marriage was up for a vote in the state of Oregon. Obviously, this was before it was legalized nationwide. And I believe the term is reductio ad absurdum. It's taking an argument to such an absurd length that your argument has lost all weight. It just, it's, you've completely undone anything you've said because you've taken it to such an extreme to make your point. If you have to go to that extreme, you have no point. So when this conversation about gay marriage popped up in Oregon, it was this, this, uh, a buddy of mine and he's like so you think it's okay if a man has four wives and I'm like what does that have to do with anything we're talking about a man being able to marry a man and a woman being able to marry a woman well yeah but that's just opening the gate to this it's opening the gate to a man polygamy it's opening the gate to, to a man being able to marry his horse do you think a man should be able to marry his horse well no I thought that was pretty obvious it's a completely different species A man and a man are the same species. So are a woman and a woman. And they love that person. So why would, and again, it's just a government contract getting married. But if they want to express their love in that way, they should be allowed to do that. If a man wants to marry his horse, he should not be allowed to do that. I mean, who all there has seen Mr. Hands? Put him up. It's fucking gross. Seriously, look it up. Don't actually, no, I'm kidding. Don't look it up. (laughs) <laughs> Ortiz says trust me you don't want four wives yeah but that's the thing man it just it seems like a video like the one that padilla shared with me earlier it's it's used as a talking point of you see this is how far it's gotten this is how far it's become where a man at sonic can't just make us either a simple mistake or can't just move on they have to be ridiculed of course on the comments on this video a lot of it was like dude like what's going on here like this person's an outlier So it's just, I mean, it's just it's one of those situations where you have to take the video for what it is, and you can't use an outlier to make a point. Padilla says that poor manager, the trans, was making his day hell over nothing. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would maybe choose my words a little bit uh more carefully there padilla you could say that the woman is making the manager's life a living hell because that's all they really want is to be identified appropriately now has some of it gone too far yeah absolutely because this woman says what do i look like to you well the guy answered truthfully you can't get upset you can't get upset just because he sees something different now, if you're to sit down and chat with them and have an actual conversation, I, I, but here's the thing: I get the frustration. I get that it's been decades, decades, and decades of de- and decades of being made to feel like an outcast, to n- feel left out, and to be ridiculed and beat up. I mean, Christ, there's there, there, you know, there's been murders over things like this. So, I mean, it's a heavy, heavy topic. But we have to be able to set that aside to have an actual conversation to come to a resolution. Padilla says, thinking you're a woman doesn't change your chromosomes. And that is the exact kind of caveman mentality, which is what has brought us here. Congratulations, Padilla. David B. says, I don't care if a man marries a man or a woman marries a woman. Just don't push your ideals onto me. That's a solid point. Brad Pitt. In the Twitch chat says, both were wrong, in my opinion. He didn't have to press her about and could have let it go. Yeah? Padilla is screaming science at this point. And that's fine, and you have that right to do that. I just think that you need to be a little bit more open, and you can't constantly look at extremes from the other side to make your point as why you don't like that. It's the bottom line. Look at a hermaphrodite. Okay. Is that a man, a woman? There's a lot of things that we don't know, but rather than being able to actually sit and have a conversation and figure this stuff out in a level-headed manner, we've gotten to the point where we have to scream and yell. We have to belittle the other side, no matter who it is, rather than, you know what, I disagree with you, but come sit down and talk to me. Tell me your point of view. Now, I will tell you my point of view. And we don't always have to agree. That's fine. But the kind of crap that minorities in this country have had to go through cannot be completely undone by yelling against it. I don't know if that made any sense whatsoever. (laughs) But this goes back to the same conversation I had yesterday. You can't compare apples to apples when it comes to a lot of these things. Because it's not the same. It doesn't all line up in the exact same column every single damn time. You have to take every instance for what it is. This is why I call... See, like, uh, David B. makes a good point in the Twitch chat. He's like, when I've addressed someone as sir in an email because they haven't... Because they have what is generally a male's name. Okay, I get that. If it's a simple mistake, it's a simple mistake. Because if you berate somebody or belittle somebody and yell at them for making that mistake, you think that you're getting to the core of who they are as a human being. They have to be a hateful human being, right? They got that one thing wrong. They have to be a horrible human being inside, and you have to make them feel that way. No, you don't. You can help them see the other side by holding their hand and walking them through your life and showing them this is what I've been through. And this is the way that we can come to a resolution together. Padilla, I would highly recommend not uh, chatting anymore because you're just, all you're doing is making the point of you take the extreme to argue your point. He's talking about the uh, video of the woman in GameStop And the kid called her a sir. Again, I'm guessing that's an outlier. If that person were to come to me and say, call me a ma'am, sure, why not? Is that any skin off my ass? No. You're welcome, ma'am. But if you're going to yell and belittle me because I made a simple mistake, yeah, I'm going to have a problem with that. Now, do you egg it on by constantly calling her a sir? No, you're not solving anything. All you're doing is escalating this problem until it finally blows up. (laughs) David B. says, uh, I've been on the phone with a female with a deep voice. She hadn't provided her name yet. Ooh. I had that problem, man, with my instructors when I was in school. Uh, Ortiz really quick says, I called a man, ma'am, on a job interview today. His voice was uh, feminine. Still got the job, <laughs> or just be neutral and say, uh, "I don't see why." Uh, I don't see why you want to piss off anyone. I'm guessing Ortiz. There's a couple of typos in there. Padilla says that's what I'm saying. They were freaking out because the employees made a simple mistake, but the, but by focusing on these outliers, you're ignoring the bigger issue. You're utilizing an outlier where somebody may have overreacted to something to validate uh, arguing against an entire movement. And that is why we are where we are. Outliers happen. People have freakouts. People make mistakes. Um, if, you're, like, if you're honestly trying to tell me like you've never lost your temper over anything, uh, you're lying. Everybody has lost their temper at some point. We sometimes say things we don't mean. We sometimes do things that we didn't mean to do because we let our emotions get the best of us. And if you've constantly been felt if you've constantly been made to believe you're an outcast, made to believe that you're different, made to believe that you're not as good as other people because of who you are, that's going to spark a lot of emotions that are eventually going to erupt. Now, I'm not condoning and saying like it's perfectly acceptable to belittle people, especially a child, or yell at them, but you got to look at it from every perspective, including the woman in the GameStop. You have to see where the kid is coming from. You have to be able to see where they're coming from so that we can come to a resolution, blowing up completely in arguing. And again, 41-year-old white male here, so I don't necessarily I can't put my shoe, or I can't put my feet in the shoes of, of all of these different human beings who've been through a lot of things that I've never had to go through. Now I've had my own trials and tribulations. I've, I've struggled with my own issues. I've struggled with my own things. But I would rather laugh about them. But I understand why there's a lot of people that don't want to laugh. They want it resolved. And focusing on outliers doesn't resolve an issue. Twitch chat over here. David B. says, I said, sir, initially she corrected me. But we laughed about it. Like that, uh, what's her face from um, that documentary. The CEO that talked like this. That was weird. Ms. Angie, coming in hot. I like this. I think what really should matter is the character attitude of the person. I think everybody thinks that. But the problem is everybody has their own prejudices. It's a a prejudgment of something based on prior experience. Everybody does. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. What it means is that you need to be able to put that aside and adapt around it. And not let a prejudice control how you act or behave or, the, or control the things that you say. You have to be able to have an open communication with somebody, especially especially when you have a different point of view. Christ, look at the, the presidential um, uh, debates that we had between Trump and Biden. It was a pissing contest between these two old ass assholes. Good job, guys fantastic work we're really going to get to the core of some of these issues when all we do is piss and moan and yell at each other david b saying uh people are quick to whip out their phone and start recording true master of puppets everybody be cool and all is cool treat people like people equally So anyway, so that was just something I wanted to talk about. If you guys want to, you can go over to my Discord. It's at the Real Um we, we, you know, if, if uh, Padia, if you could go share the video over there, I'd appreciate that. Or if somebody wants to, you're more than welcome to. But let's move on. Let's have some fun. God, yesterday we got so heavy-handed with some things, and today we're starting to get heavy-handed. If this is what you guys want to talk about, by all means, I'll continue down that path for you guys. I'm here to provide the show that you guys want. Whether that's here on the live Twitch stream or whether it's somebody tuning into the podcast version, it doesn't matter. Let me know. Padilla says, I don't have Discord, never got the hang of it. That's fine. If somebody, and maybe when the stream is over, I can do it. It's the one issue that I have here with my setup is that my laptop's all the way over here. I need to get a, um, a keyboard I can have over here. But anyway. Let's dive into some Reddit topics. sorry I have to mute my microphone it's uh <coughs> allergies are going brutal today man three-day weekend for uh Biani nice I'm on a lengthy weekend at this point where are we on September, October like oh, like two months I've been on a two-month uh weekend it's been great I mean eventually that's gonna have to end but you know So let's have some fun with these Reddit topics. Over on Reddit, they asked, who is one actor or actress that you can never stand watching no matter what they are in? And I had one name immediately pop into my head. But then when I really thought about it, this actress, we can just call them actors. They're all actors. It doesn't have to, why does it have to be male or female? If you want to stay on that topic, just call everybody actors. Ortiz, coming in hot with Jack Black. I did get to the point with Jack Black where it's, oh, he's playing the same character. He's doing the same thing over and over again. He was brilliant in High Fidelity. I loved him in High Fidelity. But he just kind of became the same character in every single thing. But I, I think I uh, I've flipped the script on him a little bit. I'm back to liking Jack Black. But the one for me... I believe she had a role in High Fidelity as well. as Joan Cusack. John Cusack's sister. I don't know what it is, man. But damn. Like, she just, I don't know. She annoys me. Um, Another actor that annoys me, Maggie Gyllenhaal. The, when she was... Oh, crap. What's her face in The Dark Knight Returns? Or The Dark Knight. Um, The love interest, you know. Ugh. She took over for Katie Holmes. I effing hated her in that role. She was an obnoxious B word. Biatch. Ah, Cian Ortiz says, but I love Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda's great. Apparently that also translated really well in China. Um, Over in China, they were very pleased with how uh, Kung Fu Panda actually portrayed their culture. They They thought it was brilliant. Let me see here. Twitchy Twist, he says, Okay, so I was on Reddit. I see a post with a picture of a dude just eating his grub at a Waffle House. The guy was open carrying. The title says, Do you feel comfortable with this guy near your kids? Everyone is bashing this dude, saying he puts a big target on his back, and oh, it's so easy to grab his gun and run. If possible, what's your guy's view on this? All right, so quick side note here for Twitchy uh, Twitchy Twist's question. First of all, I think open carry is stupid. Because if there were a gunman to go into a building, who do you think they're going after first? The guy who has the gun visibly hanging off of his belt. I worked with Lars Larson. He's a super right-wing pundit who has done national stuff for Fox News. That dude open carries in the office. And it's just to make a goddamn point. That's it. it. That's all he does it for. I think concealed carry is brilliant. But open carry, I I just think that it causes more problems than it's going to solve. And this goes back to how do you treat other people? Because you're, you're going to have your own prejudice. You're going to have your own preconceived notion. What if, what if you were a survivor of a mass shooting? If you were around and all of a sudden you see somebody walking by with, uh, you know, an assault rifle hanging off of their off their back. How's that going to make you feel pretty shitty, scared, concerned, worried. All of these feelings are going to go rushing through all because this person feels the need to walk down. And look, I'm heavy pro gun. I think everybody should be allowed to own a gun, but I think they should be vetted. I think that it should be the process of um, elimination, I guess. I don't know where I was going with that. But I I believe in everybody being allowed to do it As long as you're a responsible gun owner Almost all of my friends If not all of them own guns My dad has a whole arsenal My grandfather did We were specifically told when we were kids You don't go into this room because that's where the guns are They weren't even locked up in a safe when I was a kid Everything is now But it wasn't at that time And it was a closet full of guns man But we knew not to touch it But that's not to say kids aren't stupid that's not to say that i was smart as a kid either (laughs) like that's that's a big stretch right there i'm 41 i'm still an idiot but i believe in the right to own a gun but it needs to be done responsibly and i think walking down the street with that kind of a weapon strapped to your back is asking for trouble you're not solving any problems and that is what i have an issue with so there's my thoughts on that twitchy twist Padilla says the guy wouldn't be able to see everyone who is carrying a gun in a split second. You're assuming they just barge in there. You're assuming they haven't cased the joint. You're assuming they haven't checked. But if all you have to do is look down and you see something right there, yeah. That's putting a target on that guy's back because he's open carrying. And you're fooling yourself if you think otherwise. You have five guys lined up. Two of them are open carry. Three of them are concealed carry. Which one do you think a shooter's going to go for first? Now, obviously, this is all, you know, I don't want to say made up, but. Again, 41-year-old white male. Clearly, I'm going to solve all of life issues here on my Twitch stream. (laughs) Ortiz says, yeah, I open carried one time. Yeah, didn't like all the, uh, the attention at all. Ms. Angie says, most likely the person wouldn't react as fast as they like to. And that's the one thing I find interesting as well. If you are open carry, you, are you going to be able to react that quick? I know a lot of people who are like, yeah, fuck yeah. I also know a lot of people who are full of shit. <laughs> David B., oh, you idealistic son of a bitch. There needs to be rules in place to keep people honest and certain regulations. I, dude, I'm with you 100%. I'm a very idealistic person, but in my old age, I've learned that ideals don't hold a lot of water. Ortiz says, no, not everyone should own a gun. I saw a guy buying his first gun at Academy, and the first thing he did was look down the barrel. It's like Homer Simpson. Oh, my God. Remember when they start that militia because there's the cat burglar going around, and so there's a picture of him staring on the barrel of his shotgun? Jesus, man. Padilla says, Brandon, you're the next Gandhi. No, I'm not. Not even close. I would not even pretend to uh, to be the next Gandhi. That dude was brilliant. I'm an idiot. I get frustrated when I get my ass kicked playing SWAT on Halo 5. That happened last night. Oh, my God, I was so frustrated. Because as, as I was playing, I was performing really well in the first few matches, so then it's putting me with players who aren't significantly better than me. Oh, and I was getting my ass kicked. If you want to stick on the whole gun topic, we'll talk about Halo and how... I can't shoot a sniper rifle to save my goddamn life. Twitchy Twist says, I believe most criminals are, cow- criminals are cowards and lazy. Like Buzz, <laughs> the path of least resistance. Are you saying that Buzz is a criminal? Are you relating Buzz to a criminal right there? So if a criminal cased the joint, I believe it would deter the criminal from risking his life to snag a couple hundred bucks. In that instance, I, would, I agree with you 100%. But anyway... Back to our topic. Twitch to us says he could be, but I think he's just lazy. It was path of least resistance. Who is one actor or actress that you can never stand watching no matter what they are in? Ortiz says, can't 360 quick scope, Brandon? LOL, me either. Yeah, dude. If, If I got a battle rifle in Halo, I'm fucking money. Even pistols. Money. Especially when you're playing SWAT. All you gotta do is get a headshot. I was There was a couple times I was on a roll last night. Like, I was ending with a 13 to 2 KDR. Now, for all of you out there that aren't familiar with uh, the video game lingos, KDR stands for kill-death ratio. And it is the ratio between how many kills you have during a match versus how many deaths. So, for this example, I had 13 kills, meaning I killed people 13 times, and I only died twice. That is a fantastic kdr the very next match i went two for 13 complete goddamn opposite it's terrible oh somebody coming in hot top answer on this board here what is uh one actor or actress that no one can that you can never stand watching no matter what they are in amber heard was she the one that pooped in uh um johnny depp's bed is that her she the one that um was it aquaman that she was in ms angie is saying that uh, tom cruise i just avoid watching any movies he is in i could definitely see that oh padilla apparently used to play some halo he says believe it or not i was a beast in halo 3 i got to level 45 In lone wolves with a true skill ranking system. That's impressive. I'll believe you. I don't think that's something you'd lie about. So yeah, I'll believe you. Ramirez says, can't stand Will Ferrell. Can't really explain why, but seeing and hearing him just irritates me. I've heard other people say that as well. I love Will Ferrell. I think he's hilarious. But it does kind of depend on what he's in. Because he's made some stinkers out there. Wasn't he the voice of the, uh, the man in the yellow hat? In Curious George Um, Wow A lot of actors Oh Andy Dick Yeah there you go So who is it What's an actor actress That you can never stand Andy Dick Somebody says Bleep an asshole I never wanted to Assault a celebrity But him He needs to be beaten And you know The big rumors Are um, There's a lot of people Out there that blame him For Phil Hartman's death because Andy Dick was the one that got Phil Hartman's ex-wife uh, back on drugs. And I would completely agree with hating Andy Dick and everything. I can live with him in the small role he had in Community. If you've ever seen Community, you know that he's the, the guy that's in the, the little drone that Pierce has when Pierce is popping pills nonstop after he breaks his legs. Andy Dick is the imaginary character that is uh, manning this drone that, that Pierce is controlling. Um, But News Radio That's one of my all time favorite shows I love News Radio And I really liked Andy Dick in that one as well It goes to one of my favorite Scenes from that TV show And the way It's interesting how they have their, their radio station Set up so they have this booth That's kind of in the middle of Their floor that they have in this New York High rise and then the coffee Machine and everything is right down the Stairs from the booth and Joe Rogan is helping Phil Hartman um, Almost lost my mouse there um, Joe Rogan's helping Phil Hartman kind of Adjust the tone of his voice On his microphone And at one point he's got the, the pitch Way up here And he was like wait 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 Phil Hartman tells Joe Rogan Patch me into the outside speakers Because at this time Andy Dick's character Is pouring uh, coffee into a mug And so he patches him And he just goes Matthew! like really loud like really obnoxious and andy dick he's a klutz he was the physical he was the physical humor of the show he gets startled but he's like ah because you guys thought i was gonna spill it and so then he moves the mug to his right hand where his watch is and beth who is the receptionist slash secretary she walks over and she goes hey matthew what time is it and he just immediately turns his hand over to look at his watch and he dumps the coffee all over his front I know that explanation was terrible, but that's a hilarious show. Uh, Brad Pitt says David Spade. I love David Spade. I think he's hilarious. His show, his uh, late night show that ended up getting canceled when I would do the late night roundup for the morning show, which was kind of taking the bits and pieces and the best jokes from the previous night. uh, The previous night's late night shows. His were always the best. Remember the the shit that he got into with Eddie Murphy when he cracked that joke where he was doing his update and then over his right shoulder was a picture of Eddie Murphy? And the joke was, hey kids, make a wish. It's a falling star. Apparently Eddie Murphy was just seething after that. Twitchy Twist says, I hate Seth Green. His voice irks me. Is that because you hear, uh, was it Chris from Family Guy? Is that because you hear his voice? Seth Green's a brilliant voice actor, by the way. David B. says Rob Schneider That's my good buddy Rob Schneider Sort of I remember he came in And uh, He had called uh, Prior to and he hung up on Buzz Because Buzz was pushing the whole anti-vax thing And then when he came in Buzz was on vacation So I was able to Hang out with Rob Schneider He was a cool dude Because that man, his show, Rob The one where he's married to I think she's Mexican and they all speak Spanish. Dude, that, that show was my life. It is my life. Let's see if we have any more down uh, downhill. Ooh, a lot of people commenting on Andy Dick. Oh, here you go. Every time I see Gwyneth Paltrow in a movie, I immediately think of her health and wellness scam. Yeah, let's go shove an egg in your vagina. And here's a candle that smells like my vagina. <laughs> David B says, I'm not a fan of him. I'm sure he's a good guy. Eh. I mean, I, I do think he still leans kind of heavily on that uh, anti vax stuff. We're talking about Rob Schneider. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow I could see. I could see her bugging people. Somebody here says there are some singers that have tried to become actresses and Mariah Carey and Beyonce cannot act, period. Mariah Carey's role in Glitter and Beyonce's role in Obsessed and Dreamgirls was horrible. Again, both of these ladies are amazing singers, but acting? Nope. Yeah, I mean, that happens. There's a lot of people who try to go be actors out there, and they just can't do it. Should I make a run at it? Should I go uh, send a demo reel? See if I can become an actor? Twitchy Twist apparently hates George Clooney. How can he hate George Clooney? Here's one for you What are some movies that absolutely turn you on? (laughs) Ortiz says do it We would love to see you act Dude, I'd be terrible at it I would be terrible Twitchy Twist is saying that uh, George Clooney He doesn't like him because his ego is bigger than his mouth By the way, I got my green sludge, baby I love this crap. So what are some movies that absolutely turn you on? One of the reasons I pick a lot of these, uh, these Ask Reddits is something immediately pops up into my head um, when I see the question. Master of Puppets still chiming in on the last question. He says, Dane Cook, glad he doesn't act anymore. That dude really buried his career, man. I mean, he was like the biggest thing. And then he just he, he buried his career twitchy twist says legit turn me on or a movie that's cool no like a like that turns you on where it's like this is hot and i agree wholeheartedly with the top answer on the board man from dusk till dawn salma and the snake works every time yeah salma hayek's amazing Whoa, Ortiz! What's going on there, buddy? He says moves that turn movies that turn you on. Hmm, not me, but one of the Halloween movies turned on my ex-wife. It was a rape scene. It worried me. Yeah, it should. Oh my God, it should. Biani says cruel intentions. A little girl on girl. Oh, Biani, coming in hot there. <laughs> ortiz says again x x is in all capital letters x wife yeah from dusk till dawn making that top of the list unfaithful that's got diane lane this is what somebody over on reddit put it says uh, it says unfaithful boy i would love to take a stroll down diane lane <laughs> Isn't that richard Gere that's in that as well and it's the one where she cheats on him spoiler alert he ends up murdering the guy i think he smashes his head in with a snow glo- a snow globe I remember seeing that movie when I was an intern because we had a special viewing and my boss at the time, uh, for the interns and everybody involved, he was like, hey, we're all going to go hang out. We're all going to go check out this movie. And I remember we watched the movie and when we left, I was like, what the fuck did we just watch? Like, that's a messed up movie. I'm going to see how long it takes to get to the one that immediately popped into my brain because there's one that's just like. Yeah, like that's hot Again, the question What are some movies that absolutely turn you on? This person got a good one, man This one's right up there with me Underworld, Kate Beckinsale Such a badass And ridiculously gorgeous I used to knock her Like down a few notches Because she uh, dated um, uh, Pete Davidson But then I started watching Pete Davidson on Weekend Update, and I love Pete Davidson. I think the guy's hilarious. If you haven't seen The King of Staten Island, I highly recommend it. It's really funny. I'm a gangster! Um, Somebody over on Reddit chimed in with Cruel Intentions. Somebody, somebody, oh my God, this is hilarious. The description of the movie, Cruel Attention." Somebody commented said, ah, yes, the movie where Ryan Philippe has to sleep with Reese Witherspoon so he can have sex with Sarah, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller in the butt or he loses his car. That right there needs to be the synopsis on Netflix. Like, right there. That is great. the mask of zorro 1998 it's just a sensual movie also Catherine zeta jones is divine so there's also that i still haven't seen the one that immediately came to me and if you guys can think of it let me know man chime in on the uh the twitch chat here what is a movie that absolutely turns you on somebody over on reddit said the girl next door i could see that one pride and prejudice 2005 i going to sit through that crap. Now, if it's Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, I'm in. <laughs> Twitchy Twist says, for my ex, it was Magic Mike. Oh, this is a good one that I can't believe took this long for anybody to notice. Uh, wild Things. Nev Campbell and uh, the crazy chick that dated Charlie Sheen. Denise Richards. <laughs> Somebody commented underneath the, the Wild Things for a full minute i thought you were talking about where the wild things are and let me tell you i was confused and scared (laughs) oh it's hilarious oh this is another good one man somebody wrote over on reddit every time cameron diaz walks into the bank in the mask cameron diaz was a god i mean not to say that she's still not beautiful but damn dude when she was in the mask yeah Twitchy twist says, dude, I was thinking of where the wild things are as well. It's <laughs> still nobody, nobody has come up with the one movie that immediately comes into my mind when it comes to what is a movie that is an absolute turn on. Somebody here says Starship Troopers, the co ed shower scene, Jake Busey Dong. Ha! That's great. Master of Puppets, Fast Times at Richmond High, the whole movie or just that one scene where she's, you know, the Phoebe Cates, popping them out. All right, we're going to have to move on here. But if you agree with me that this movie is an absolute turn on, this is where I want everybody who's subscribed to my channel to chime in with the Brandon staring emoji okay or emote i guess emoji something different i guess maybe so chime in with that one because the movie that always did it for me where i was like damn that yeah the mummy 2 with brendan fraser and rachel vice the scene where it's rachel vice when she's kind of like transported herself back in time and so it's like ancient Egyptian times and that fight scene. Oh, again, if you agree with me, fire away with those uh, Brandon emotes over there in the Twitch stream. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, I'll let you know. Yeah, there it is. Oh, twitchy twitch. You used the wrong one. But they are agreeing with me. That one always did it, man. Those are good movies, by the way. The Mummy 1 and 2. Although it was it was number two where they tried to, they CGI'd the Rock as the Scorpion King and that looked like hot garbage, I saw a really funny meme. Uh, Twitchy Twist says sorry made me laugh, so he's using a laughing emote. All right, I'll let it slide. That works. Um, I saw a really funny meme yesterday that said, "Conspiracy theorist, we never landed on the moon. It's all CGI'd." And then underneath it says 2001 CGI, and it's got a picture of The Rock as the Scorpion King when he was CGI'd, and it just looks like hot garbage. I mean, he recovered nicely. Ortiz says, uh, now The Rock is bigger than that CGI monstrosity. Yeah. Both uh, professionally and physically. (laughs) Dude's a beast. I would love to meet The Rock. He seems like such a cool dude. I mean, the guy can't act and his movies are mostly terrible but if you know if you know that kind of going in i think you'll still be entertained but he just seems like a super cool dude so of course he's going to want to meet me the guy who's telling saying that he can't act all right what are some other things we want to talk about here lots of reddit stuff Here is one that I brought up yesterday. What is a movie adaptation of a book that doesn't actually suck? I can think of a few of the Harry Potter books that were, you know, the, or the movies that weren't terrible. I, The funny thing is, and from what I've been able to read, you know, like through reviews and other people's insights, is that the third one is the best. Book and movie. Prisoner of Azkaban, that's the best in the entire series. That's the one I actually started with. There was a guy... That, I guess, left the book at my dad's work. My dad, like the guy had quit or something. And my dad was like, hey, we got the book at work. Do you want to read it? And I was like, yeah, sure. And up until this point, I don't think I'd ever finished a book. Ever. I have real difficulty finishing books. I would get like, I, like Jurassic Park, sixth grade. I was reading it. I got maybe a quarter of the way through it and just gave up. So what is a movie adi- adaptation of a book that doesn't actually suck? Now, the one that I brought up yesterday was Sphere. I have not read the book, but I know that that movie is really stinking good. I kind of feel like watching that again. Dustin Hoffman, Samuel L. Jackson. I think it was Michelle Pfeiffer. No, no, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone is who's in it. Um, I think Queen Latifah is in it as well. That's a really good movie. I highly recommend Sphere. But some of the uh, answers on the board. See, this is when I wish I could play like the Family Feud. Music and sound effects. But since this goes up as a podcast, I can't. What is a movie adaptation of a book that doesn't actually suck? Number one on the board. Silence of the Lambs. Never read the book. Saw the movie. Great movie. Number two. Princess Bride. That's a great movie. Ah, see now this one, so this one goes from this person gives three three different options here. The thing, the Godfather, and the exorcist. There are a couple of um I wonder where my answer is on this. Is it posts? No, overview, I think. So speaking of the Godfather. Somebody post a question on Reddit. What's the most overrated movie out there? What do you guys think I put? Yeah, you're right. The Godfather. Can't get through that turn. My post has been downvoted a lot. <laughs> it also got some upvotes, but it's at negative three at this point. So all I wrote, the question was, what's the most overrated movie out there? I wrote The Godfather. It insists upon itself. Somebody replied to me that just said this reference will always be funny to me. Like I like that person. Whoever you are, a citizen of Leshpee, you and I would get along. Yeah, see, David B. says, never watched The Godfather, never had any interest in it. I've tried. It bored me to tears, and I find this funny where people would immediately question my intelligence because they're like, "Well, it's a smart movie. If you're not intelligent, you, you know, if you were smart, you'd be able to sit through it." No, it's boring. A River Ram over on the Twitch chat. I need to come up with an eat. Let's call you Ram. Ari? Ari Verum? Ari! I'm gonna call you Ari! says, the book Dune is long. Is it longer than The Stand? Because I know how goddamn long The Stand is, man. That thing's fucking gigantic. So that was one of the ones I wanted to bring up there. uh, About what was the most overrated movie. And then there was another one. What unfortunate word combination would be a great band name? So I immediately chimed in with Moist Funk. If you aren't familiar with Moist Funk, that was the name of my rock band band name. Biani says, the Scream movies are terrible for me. Really? First couple, I loved. I thought they were great. And I think a lot of it had to do with A, I was in the age group, and B... It makes fun of itself it makes fun of the entire genre but it also kind of pokes fun at itself and Matthew Lillard is brilliant there's some other books here that had a good movie adaptation Biani says horrible cheesy ass acting yeah I mean that's are you wait so here's my question for you Bionni do you hate all cheesy acting or does it just depend on the movie? Because, at least for myself, if I know what to expect going in, I, I mean, there's there's films and then there's movies. And if I'm going in expecting to see a film and it's a movie, I'm going to be like, well, that sucked. They were taking it too seriously. The thing about Scream is that they kind of knew that they weren't taking it seriously. This wasn't some cinematic masterpiece that was going to win all of the awards and it was going to be touted as... Uh, you know this next great thing in regards to acting and writing no it was a horror movie that poked fun at the horror genre that's what it was whoa Biani says if a movie is supposed to be horror i'm expecting good acting that's a big ask especially when it comes to the horror movie genre because i would say the vast majority of horror movies are bad acting <laughs> Ari agrees that uh calling Ari Ari is good um like the guy in uncut gems Whew, that was an uncomfortable movie it was a great movie really I mean it's that opening scene It just it it ooh it gets the heart rate going and like there's no stopping or pausing oh <laughs> Biani says exactly well, that's why I'm so picky about movies she expects good acting hey you know that's that's your prerogative man that's one of the reasons why I think I get I get trepidatious watching things because I don't want to get committed to something I'm not going to like. Which is why I'll, I'll fish around. But now that I've landed on Billions, ah, oh, I think I have 20 minutes left of the final episode of season two. I'm going to end up paying for Showtime, by the way. God. All right. Oh, somebody wrote in here, what's a solid uh, movie adaptation of a book? Misery. I think a lot of Stephen King might make it on this list because there have some really really good adaptations. I think I saw David B. I think I saw that you put it. Now, are you talking about the original or the remake or both? It could be both. (laughs) Ortiz says, nice. Then you can watch Squid Game. Yeah, apparently my wife already started it, so I don't have to wait on her. She can go ahead and power through it if she wants. We've just been hooked on 90 Day Fiance. I need to slow down on my green sludge. I'm not going to have enough for the rest of the stream. Although it's getting hot as balls back here. Ms. Angie says The Chronicles of Narnia. Was that a good movie? I don't know if I ever saw the whole thing all the way through. Somebody in here does mention Fight Club. The Green Mile by Stephen King. I heard if you want to cry, that's a good one. Somebody chimes in with Holes. Isn't that the one with Shia LaBeouf? Sticks pretty much to the book and is still fun to watch today. You know what? I just realized something. It's 140. I don't think my kid has eaten since breakfast and I'm almost out of my tea so I'm going to pause momentarily really quick here though Bionni says we've watched Squid Game twice first time with the husband, second time with his brother and about to start a third with our daughter, Jesus Ortiz says you want to cry watch the end of watch, oh end of watch oh yeah, I've heard that one's brutal Ortiz says kids tell you when they're hungry mine doesn't apparently so i'm gonna uh take a, a brief little break here so if you're in the podcast you could probably skip ahead a little bit um just cause trying to edit this thing's a pain in the ass um but i'll make it quick and uh i'll be right back i'm gonna fill up my green sludge and get my kids some get a snack before i can make their lunch my god it's so hot in this back room i left walking out and then the ac finally hit and i'm like oh it feels so good out here this room just heats up like an oven good lord got the kid a lunchable though for right now we'll get her some more food here in a little bit filled up my green sludge <coughs> ortiz says dude i can't even pee that fast i told you i was going to be back quick man all I did was fill up some hot water in my cup and give her a lunch bowl, so it's not like I had to do a whole lot. And then I'm only, we're going to be on here for about another half hour or so, and then once that's done, then we got to wrap things up. So then we can get her some more more FUD. Ortiz says, One minute is all you need. Here's a good ask Reddit question. Again, I told you this is kind of what we're going to be focusing on today. Unless there's, there's actual other topics. I mean, we obviously started with that video that Padilla had sent me about the trans woman getting into it with the manager at the Sonic. Um, but if there's any, like, sports-related questions or potentially um, entertainment stuff or, or regular news, you know, fire away if there's anything you want to talk about. What is the one thing you wanted as a child, but it has to be the one thing that you never got. You wanted this one thing, but you never got it. I think I mentioned this yesterday. And the one thing that I always wanted was a power wheel, and I, I think by the time they really became a thing, it was too big. You never got Legos, Biani? Like, she's coming in hot. Legos, two exclamation points. Are you telling me that as a child you never got Legos? twitchy twist says i asked santa for world peace bull crap you did not Biani says she did not uh, you please tell me you've gotten legos as an adult at least david b's asking uh, am i going to be rooting for the new seattle hockey team no i mean i like seattle it's a really cool city i just don't think i could ever root for a seattle team especially because i'm a portland timbers fan and the seattle sounders can lick my sack I just, I don't think I could do it. It'd be like rooting for a New York team. You know, I'm a, I'm a Patriots fan. I don't think I could do it. It'd be like rooting for a Miami team. I live down there. That's a horrible sports city. Oh, my God. You want to talk about the worst fan bases out there? And that sucks, too, because I have some fans, there's some friends that are true fans of the Dolphins or the Heat, and they just get washed out by the obnoxious-ass fans who are fair weather, and they'll show up when they're winning, and they disappear when they lose. Biani says that she does get legos all the time she says that when her kids get them as gifts she fights to build them maybe they should double them up one for uh one for you one for them twitchy twist says yeah he legit asked santa for world peace when he was 13 i mean if you say so some of the things that people answered over here about what were the things that... Uh, oh, yeah, uh, Biani says Legos are expensive. I know. When I was in Florida, I got on a, Le- a Star Wars Lego kick where I would go to this Target that was right down the street from my house. And it started with the smaller sets that are about $40, $50, bucks, but then it expanded to those ones that, that it's like $100, 110 bucks. I still, ha- I still have them all. Um, I pieced them all back together, and they're all... In bags, like I never kept the boxes or anything, but I believe the instructions and the Legos are in the bags Hell, that could be other giveaways that I'll I'll do on here, because I don't think I'm ever going to need them anymore I mean, if you guys want some Star Wars Legos, let me know I do remember the thing that I wanted that I got It was Castle Grayskull I think when I was three still remember that Christmas Although A friend of mine had an even better Christmas, John Spano. He has a picture of him with, I'm trying to remember what it is here. It's Castle Grayskull, and it was something else, Star Wars. I can't remember what it was, but it was like, dude, that had to have been the greatest Christmas ever. Master of Puppets is the huge Batmobile and Batwing they were expensive then. They're more expensive now. Well, if you want a batwing, all you got to do is just move to a humid climate and your nuts will uh, stick to your leg. There's your batwing. Bianchi says, other than Legos, I got everything I wanted. My mom worked so hard to make that happen, and I'm grateful. That's good. I like that. Good for your mom. Good for you. Um, yeah, I can't... R- I mean, other than that... Ah, somebody... Uh, see, this is a conversation I had with my kid yesterday where somebody said... Uh, what was the one thing you wanted as a child? And somebody says, says here, being an adult, now I regret that. I had a little sit-down chat with my kid yesterday where I'm trying to figure out, you know, why is she doing the things that she's doing? If she's lying or doing something that she knows she's not supposed to do, Why? what is uh, um, prompting her to do the things that she is supposed to do? Just trying to, like, get her on the right path, you know? And there are times where she acts like she's three, and there's times where she wants to be an adult. And so in that conversation yesterday, I told her, be 10. You're 10 years old. Be 10. Enjoy now. If you spend your time at 10 wishing you were an adult, you're not enjoying now. And chances are when you're an adult, it's not going to be everything it's cracked up to be. Like I had her doing chores and stuff around the house to prove that to her yesterday. I was like, this is the stuff I do on a daily basis. Clean the kitchen. Vacuum the house. Pick up the dog poop in the backyard. All of these things are things that need to be done. So, enjoy being 10. Like every now and then, yeah, you're going to have to help me out with this stuff. But enjoy being your age, man. Ortiz says uh, One time my brother got Skeletor Staff. And uh, there's a lot of typos here. What? And effed up my other brother when it he swung and smashed his face. I was terrified then, but now it's funny. Wait. How big was Skeletor's staff? Like you're saying, your one brother hit your other brother with the staff? Weren't they like four inches tall? Or was this like a life size thing? Oh, there he goes. Ortiz says, yeah, it was like a full size one. Ah, now I get it. Do you guys ever have those moments when you were a kid when you got hurt or something? You did something stupid? And then you had that feeling inside, and you're like, ugh. And then for a little bit after that, that that feeling was still there, and you didn't know how to get rid of it because you haven't learned how to adapt to pain or negative circumstances yet. Ugh. That was brutal. I remember I had a glow-in-the-dark He-Man sword. I left it in the front yard and it was gone. I was pissed. Because it was a nice big sword, too. But you know what makes me feel better about it? My ska song. Somebody over on the on Reddit. What is the one thing you wanted as a child? I wanted a dog. I had a toy puppy and wanted him to become alive. And now at 23, I got a dog that looks exactly like that toy. And she's adorable. I love her so much. Clearly that dog is not shit in your house yet. Ah, Twitchy Twist. Says he had the glow-in-the-dark sword too. Yeah, buddy. Oh, I wonder if I can... I wonder if they have those for, uh, for sale on eBay. They have to, right? Let me see here. I think I have eBay on my phone. Shopping. eBay. Search for anything. He-Man. Sword. What? No, not X-Men, you jackass. Wow, somebody is sent like the, the the small ones that go with the action figures. Somebody's selling this stuff for like 37, 38 bucks. Prop He-Man replica sword for $45. I'm not seeing the larger glow in the dark one. What if I add the word glow. No, I'm not seeing any of that in here. Oh, wait, there it is. Oh, my God. All right, over, under. What do you guys think it's going for? This is It's a two-pack He-Man power sword. So it's got two different swords. There's one glow-in-the-dark, and there's one regular. And this, this is vintage. How much do you guys think this thing is going for? Ortiz is coming in hot with $1,200. I can tell you right now... That is a little high. David B. $800. Twitchy Twist agreeing $800. Brad Pitt saying $300. $340. Or $339.99. Used to be $399.99. They have since uh lowered that price. What is this? I remember this. Is this a is this a key <gasps> I had that! Oh it was the glow in the dark ring with a compartment in it where you could hide a coin. Oh Damn. Alright. I I'm, I'm gonna end up just completely down memory lane if I keep doing that crap. And we've only got like uh, 20 minutes to a half an hour here before we wrap up this stream. At some point, maybe this weekend, we'll hop on, play some Halo. I really got to jump on with you guys and play that game 12 minutes. But I need interaction for that. Because the thing so, the way that that game is set up is it's a guy has come home and then he's reliving the same 12 minutes over and over and over again. And you need to solve this mystery in that 12 minutes. And you do that by doing different things and doing things in a different order each time. Um, I think I'm about an hour and a half into it. It says it takes about six hours of work to figure out the whole thing, but the advantage is it's not a full 12 minutes. It's not like, it, it's it's a sped up timetable. Um, so I can pause it and say, what should I do here? And then you guys can help me uh, by chiming in and um, kind of get pointing me in the right direction as to what we should do. So I definitely want to jump on. Maybe next week we'll do that. I know I've been saying that for like a month now. And if you're tuning into the podcast version of this. That will not go up as a podcast. Because any of the video game stuff I do here on Twitch. Will not be going up as an audio podcast. A. Because it's a very visual element. The video game itself. And B. It's copyrighted material. I can run that on Twitch. But I can't do that on. Um, uh, I can't do that um As a a podcast. Oh, and it's up on Apple now. I think Padilla, you were the one asking me, um, is this going to be available as a uh, podcast on Apple Podcasts? It is now. It's available up there. So the whole He-Man thing, I know I've told this story before, but it just goes to show you how much of a sweetheart my mom is. I want to say I was around 12 when we had a garage sale and they sold off all of my He Man toys. And it was like every single one from the first couple of seasons. When they got to the Horde, that was when I started to kind of age out of He Man and moved on to G.I. Joe, I think. Um, but I was upset. Like, for me, that was my childhood. It's He Man, it's Masters of the Universe. So I threw a stink. And then I want to say it was probably around 2005, 2006. My mom had jumped on eBay and she purchased all of the toys. So not only did she do that, she also didn't trust that they had been cleaned properly by the person who was selling them. So my mom hand wiped down like a hundred He-Man toys. I mean, the bag was gigantic. So what do I do with it? The toys end up sitting in the closet. And then I ended up selling them in a garage sale. But again, that's just a story that goes to show you how how sweet my mom is and how she's willing to go through just, just painstaking crap to make me happy or try to do things that she knows that, uh, that she thinks I want. Although that, there was no thinking there. I was adamant that I wanted it. I just didn't know that I didn't need it. That's one of the things that I've definitely started to realize living here. Like Because my mom and I were going through those T-shirts yesterday, the ones that I'll eventually gather up and do giveaways here. Collecting crap it doesn't benefit you at all i i i read a trick somewhere where it's like if you really want the nostalgia factor of something just take a picture of it especially with your phones now that picture will live forever you don't need the physical thing now there are certain things you definitely want to keep but not necessarily on all that stuff man like my buddy juan right now he's he's gathering like he's posting about oh i bought this oh i bought this the old he-man toys I mean, yeah, but what are you going to do with them? That's why with the Lego stuff, like I have no problems giving those away or selling them or whatever. Because what am I going to do with them? It's the one thing I realized down in Florida, especially when you live in a place where you're constantly running your AC during the summer and that dust is getting blown around. I've got three dogs in this house. There's three people that live in this house. You know, you get that dander going through the air. It creates dust. If you got a lot of shit, you got to clean a lot, man. Like my uh, old boss, Kevin, his house, they have stuff everywhere. I don't know how they keep it clean, man, but it's just little trinkets and stuff all over that place. I did that in Florida. When I finally moved, I was like, I don't want to do this because I don't have to clean it. Minimal. Minimal is what you need. Master of Puppets agrees. Says it becomes clutter. Yeah, it, it does. I mean, I have stuff that have been, has been sitting in boxes for ages. At this point, since I've moved to El Paso, which was over six years ago now, clearly I don't need that stuff. Now, there's a few things, yes, I do when I have the space to put it out. But for the most part, I probably don't need it. Hence the Legos. There is one thing that I struggle with. It was a gift from my aunt. It's a Baloo lamp. I'm just trying to think of where I would be able to use this lamp, what we would do with it. Um... I don't know. It's a really cool lamp, though, man, from the Jungle Book. All right, one more topic here. Oh, no, that was it. Congratulations, everybody. We made it through Reddit. We surfed all of it. I'm kidding. Oh, here's a good one. What phrase do you absolutely hate? What phrase do you absolutely hate? <laughs> Ortiz says, aye, ay. I hear that all the time, and there's been times where I have to tell my kid, like it's, it's it's run its course, man. Like there was a, a brief time where my kid was calling everybody "bruh," and uh, I'm like, "You're ten, stop." No, we're not doing that. That's something that annoys the hell out of me. I was watching, um, there's some Patriot fan pages that I follow on Instagram, and they'll broadcast the games, the Patriots games, for any of us who don't don't get them on regular TV. And the one guy wouldn't shut up. It was during the Saints-Patriots game, and the Patriots were getting their asses kicked. Every single sentence ended with, bruh. Why? That's a word that can be taken out and never has to be used again. Ever. <laughs> Master of Puppets says, couldn't care less. Everyone gets it wrong. Yeah. A lot of people are like, yeah, I could care less. Well then there's then there's room for you to care, is what you're saying. Biani says the newest one, quote, I mean. Yeah. Brad Pitt says, it is what it is. (laughs) Ortiz says, my daughter attempted to call me brah. I looked at her with the mad dad look. She apologized and never did it again. David B. says, uh, one phrase that he hates, don't judge me. And then, you get me. Yeah. The top answer on the board over on Reddit is the phrase is, quote, I don't want to hear excuses, unquote. And the person goes on to say this is usually said by a manager who asked for reasons why something wasn't done, is given a perfectly reasonable explanation, and doesn't want to address the underlying issues behind the explanation. That I understand. The I don't want to hear excuses thing, that phrase I really don't care about, but that explanation I get 100%. Somebody else here says, cheaters never prosper. That phrase is so inaccurate today. Or hard work leads to success. Some of the most hardworking people I met have been poor for decades. Well. I mean, hard work does lead to success. It at least points you in the right direction. But if you're constantly working hard at the wrong things, you're not going to see the uh, um the results that you want then that's where you need to be decisive of what it is you're going to do and be clear about your goal and how to achieve that goal just working hard yeah i could see that not really leading anywhere if you're just not following the right path oh and see it only took uh the third one to get to the one that i absolutely hate That's the way we've always done things Oh my god But then to counteract that There was a guy I worked with down in Florida He lived under the mantra Or at least he would talk about it Well if it ain't broke Break it Meaning if that's the way it's always been done You should break those rules Just for the sake of breaking those rules To do something new Those are two very dangerous Dangerous phrases Because that can lead you down the wrong path You want to talk about hard work Not panning out for you Follow one of those mantras, but only that mantra. Yeah, there is a reason that things have always been done this way. For some, sometimes that reason's a good reason, so you should keep doing it that way. But there's also a lot of times where maybe there's a better way to do it, and you should look into that. Uh. Somebody here says, do what you love and the money will follow. Eh. (laughs) I don't know if I've ever really heard this one before, but somebody here says, the only disability is a bad attitude. I don't think I've ever heard that used before. Somebody here says what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Sometimes it's true, other times that doesn't ki- what doesn't kill you leaves you paralyzed and traumatized. Yeah. But that's kind of what builds the character from that. Now, obviously there's a there's a there's a scale here of what we're talking about. Of not killing you, making you stronger. I mean, there's obviously some really horrific things out there. But I've also been a firm believer that things don't happen for a reason. Like, the way that I always perceived that was that... I'll, I'll see somebody like, oh, I got this job. See, you know, all of this shit that I went through, it all happened for a reason. That's to say that that entire time period was out of your hands that you didn't actually have to do anything to get to this point where you reaped the benefit of the negative things that had happened and I can't accept that things just happen how you react to them makes you who you are is essentially the way I think there's going to be positive things and negative things that happen to you in life how you react to them makes you the person that you are enjoy the positive things Push through the negative things. It's the only thing you can do. Me getting laid off at Town Square Media didn't happen for a reason in the sense of, well, that's going to present these opportunities down the road on purpose. Now, there will be opportunities that come from it. That's what happens. That's a part of life. There's actions and reactions to everything. But... To think that it happened just so that this one thing in the future is going to happen, um, that's taking way too much control out of what you can do as a human being, or that's giving fate way too much power, man. Biani says, the only dumb question is the one not asked. Absolutely not true. She adds in, the customer is always right. No, the customer is frequently wrong. But unfortunately, if you're the employee, you have to treat them like they're right. Depending on what they've done. Um, all right. I think that one's kind of ran its course. We'll jump back to the front page of Reddit here and we'll see if we can't get one more topic in before we wrap up this stream. It looks like Cillian Murphy. That's a dude from Peaky Blinders. He played the Scarecrow um, in the uh, Batman Begins Says here he has been cur- uh, confirmed to star as J. Robert Oppenheimer in Christopher Nolan's next film at Universal. The film will bow in July 2023. What the f does that mean? Is that a is that a weird term from like England or something? What the hell's going on over there? um a lot of taoism and tai chi stuff on the top because i've been looking at that on reddit a lot so that's what's covering up my front page oh snap there's a perfect way to wrap up this stream am i the a-hole i told a man he was too old to have a toddler one more time i told a man he was too old to have a toddler so the post comes from a 51 year old female says here, this is coming from her, I recently went on a date with a 54-year-old man. I knew he had two kids. While we were eating, he tells me their ages, 32-year-old female and 3-year-old male. That's a deal-breaker for me. At my age with grown kids, 25-year-old male and 26-year-old female, the last thing I want to be bothered with is a man with a toddler and all the potential drama. The mom is 30. Ortiz and Twitchy Twist, just based on the headliner, saying, yes, that person is the a-hole, the person who wrote this. The person goes on to say, I went on with the date because I was having fun. When it was over, I had every intention of letting things just fade away. Yes, I can be passive-aggressive. Well, he called a couple of days later, wanting to go out again. I tried the whole, I'm not ready thing, but he kept trying. Finally, I told him the fact that he has a... that the fact that he has a toddler is a deal breaker. Too much possible drama, and I am way too old for that. He told me I was being hypocritical since I was a single mom. I said a single mom of two grown kids. He kept repeating himself, and I kept repeating myself. Finally, I told him that having a baby at 51 shows a stunning lack of judgment that I don't need in my world. He was quiet for a minute, told me that was a messed up thing to say. He told me I should have told him that before he paid for my dinner and that it was a bitch move, then hung up. Uh, Everybody sucks here is what I'm going with. First of all, if she's denying you another date that much, take the hint. If that is a deal breaker for you You should be able to vocalize that to him You should be able to tell him Look, you have a toddler That's not something I want to go through There's nothing wrong with that uh, She's 51 years old She shouldn't have to try to raise a 3 year old kid She's got grown kids, that's fine I think they both drug this thing out And then they ended up saying things that they regret Which means everybody sucks here Take the hint. Brad Pitt says he dodged a bullet. Twitchy Twist agrees, he says everybody sucks here. See, and here's where it gets interesting over on Reddit. The top answer on the board was not the a-hole. How the hell is he gonna raise a toddler when he doesn't understand the word no at his age? I mean, it's a solid point, but that doesn't mean that she's not an a-hole for what she said too. I mean, in that situation, if you're on the phone with that dude and he's not taking no for an answer, you need to be able to nicely say, look, you have a toddler. That's not something I see in my future. I have two kids that are grown and out of the house and I'm enjoying my life with no kids in the house. I can't like that's another at least like another 15 years with that kid. You know, And that's not to say it's a terrible kid. It's just that that's not something that you want to go through. You should be able to say that and then nicely, you know, I appreciate your time, I appreciate the dinner, and then hang up. Now, if the dude can't accept that and he keeps just bombarding you with, with, will you go out with me, will you go out with me, you got to block his ass. David B. says that too. She should have blocked him immediately. Yeah. Somebody here says... I'm surprised by the number of you're the a-hole votes here. The original poster said no multiple times, and he kept pushing her and wanting to argue the point. Most of the you're the a-hole comments are like, you could have been nicer. Um, she tried that. It's not about being nice. It's about being able to just get out of the goddamn situation. Somebody chimes in that says, right, women don't owe men unending niceness no matter what they do or say. That's not a healthy perspective. I agree with that. (sighs) Master of Puppets chimes in, just because people are older doesn't mean they're mature. Both a-holes. Yeah, you're right. Somebody else in here says, he gets to push her repeatedly for a second date call her a hypocrite for not wanting to date someone with a toddler and argue with her about not wanting to date someone with a toddler but she needs to continue to be nice to him f all that just get off the goddamn phone like that's the one thing that that always kind of blew my mind um like when it came to buzz there's a lot of things where i disagreed was like i'm doing them a favor i'm doing them a favor by not saying anything Whether he like when he has a problem with somebody and I'm like, but then all it's doing is festering underneath and it's eventually going to blow up and they're under a uh, misconception as to what you think about them. So it's better to get that out of the way and let them know you can do that nicely. You can let them know, look, I got this problem with you, man. You should be able to do that as a grown effing adult. But his thing was always like, well, I'm not hurting them. No, not right now, not immediately Not in this moment But eventually it's going to And that's why you need to get out in front of it You can't just sit there and let things fester As much as you want to say that you're not hurting them right now Oh, it's sad music time I gotta go hang out with my kid I think we're gonna watch some uh, Marvel What If maybe We're gonna have some fun Maybe throw down some Mario Kart. Who knows? we got a little bit of time until the wife comes home. We'll be out and about town tonight. And we're wrapping things up tonight. We're going to watch uh, The Muppets Haunted Mansion on Disney+. Plus. Ah, been looking for- Ever since I saw the trailer for that, I've been looking forward to it. I cannot wait to watch that movie tonight. <laughs> David B says, no, don't go. I do, unfortunately, I have to. But again, if there's ever a topic that uh, anybody wants me to bring up on here, if you guys want discussed, you can always shoot me a message. There's my Discord, there's my Instagram, both at the real is where you can find me. So feel free to chime in over there. Maybe I'll pop on this weekend. I don't know. Again, I apologize for not having a really consistent schedule at this point. My kids off of school for the next week or so, so we're gonna have to balance all that and figure all that out. But we're gonna have some fun. We got some great football coming up this weekend. Uh, The Major League Baseball playoffs have started. This is the best time of year, dude. Halloween right around the corner. The season's are changing Sports, it's great. But on that note, you guys have yourselves a fantastic weekend if I don't see or hear from you. Love you all. Thank you guys for being here. And uh, we'll check you out the next time. Let the music go, baby! Goodbye.